Hey everybody, welcome to Darisha's podcast, Elite Mastery. I created this um, series of podcasts because I felt that um, there's lots of information out there to inspire and motivate individuals like myself and people that I work with uh, throughout the year and all the speeches and talks that I do. So throughout the month and throughout the year, I'll be interviewing people who are experts in their fields and I consider them as masters. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome back after a few months of uh, holiday uh, summit period uh, to the Elite Mastery podcast. Today, we're going to start everything off with a bang. And um, let me tell you a little bit about this lady I know, Roxana Cigini. She's a lady I met a year ago whilst interviewing um, Nick Wajacek, a good friend of mine. And while I was watching, she made me laugh. She was cheeky. Nick loved her. And she had everybody, even the reporters and interviewers, laughing in the room in a, in a nice way. So, and since then, we formed a very nice friendship, a very close friendship. I admire her a lot. Uh, she's a leader in the marketplace. And without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to Roxana Cigini, a dear friend of mine. Welcome, Roxana. Thank you so much, Darius. Thank you. Yes, as you said, one year ago we met and I was interviewing, you know, I was sneaking inside behind the scene to interview Nick. And then I saw a gentleman sitting there very quietly on his mobile. But I could he I could feel your attention was there and it was fun. And I just said, you know, this man has an energy of a creator, a doer, and I need to meet him. I am, you know, the master of connection. I have uh, no fear to connect with people. And I followed you until I got you. And, you know, now we have a very good friendship. Do you know, I'm blessed. I really feel blessed. The funny thing is, I actually came back and I mentioned you out of everybody I met. It was um, 15,000 people. I met you and I said to O'Day, I said, please make sure we connect with this lady. But for some reason, from our end, it didn't work out. But thank you so much for Yeah, thank you up. so much. Thank you so much for giving me uh, this opportunity to talk to you. Thank I you. follow your podcast. I follow your career. And I uh, really am fascinating, uh, fascinated about what you do. And it's an honor to be with you today. Thank, thank you. Thank you. You're going to interview me at a later event, later show. Yes, I, I am. I, you have promised me because, you know, normally I do interview people and I take everything out, all the talents that people are shy to talk about. And uh, one of my uh, dreams before I leave Dubai is to interview you. And you promised me Done. that uh, you let me Done. do that. Thank yes. you so no, much. No, but it's your turn. But this time it's about you. <laughs> yes, yes. So um, we're going to come to your career. But more than anything else, you have the most amazing, fascinating life. Uh, as a child, um, tell me about your family, tell me about your parents, um, and tell me about you, you were a child star. Yes, I, I, I try to make it, you know, very small because, sure. you know, uh, first of all, uh, in November 2020, I will be 60 years old. And uh, it seems that, that I've been living for 400 years. I've been living uh, like four people because when I put all together, sometimes I am really surprised when did I do all these things? When I, you know, I have a big archive of my pictures and these things. I started at five and a half years old at the Iranian International uh, uh, TV and radio station as a star, uh, child star, as a singer and producer uh, and, and presenter. And then the journey followed me. I played in the movies, I played in the TV series, I sang in the concerts around Iran with the big legends as a child star until, you know, uh, I uh, moved out of Iran in 84. 
quite late then, after the revolution. Yes, quite late, quite late. So can late. I ask you, before jumping from yeah. 5 to 84, yeah, yeah. and did you have a talent as a child? Was it more like your mom and dad wanted you to be a star? Did you get trained or did you just, were you, could you sing amazingly or were you confident? Um, um, you know, when I was uh, in the pre-school uh, and we had the music teacher, um, I was the one who was singing in the front. Mm -hmm. They took me always in the front. And when I was singing, you know, even that time, it was like another Roxana. It was not something that I'm doing it, it's something, you know, something coming out. Yes, I had a voice, but when I was a child, I couldn't recognize myself. I couldn't know. I didn't know what I'm doing. I just knew that they talked to my mother and they said she has talent and she needs to be supported because she is talented. And in my family, we don't have musicians. We have artists, we have painters, we have writers, we have, uh, you know, uh, people who are working with art, but not a musician or singer. And uh, my mother took me there and I got a test and, uh, you know, I was hired immediately. And that time, you know, um, it was a time that parents wanted to support the talents in children. And my mother had a dream and thought that, you know, I can be a big star. And, you know, uh, th that time it was difficult for me, actually, I have to say, because I had to go to a school. I loved learning. I still love learning. I wanted to be good in school. I used to sing in the night. I used to go to the radio or TV to play movies. I have to. Re I had to rehearse everything. I was between. What happened to education? Really? Yes, I did. I, I did Still. go to a school. My mother was very strange that you know this is something that should not stop the other thing. You should, you know, still go to a school. When yes. you when you were doing that, did you socialize with other kids, or that made you a no, bit of a lonely? No, that was very difficult mm. because you know I, I was uh, different. You know, I was different. I had different lifestyle. Some kids were jealous. Some kids, family, you know, they were conservative. They were not allowed to play with me, and I my life was a struggle always. You know, as a child and teenager to adjust myself between the adult world you know when I go to the you know this big concert of the bank owners and you know people big people 40 50 years old they stand up for me because I'm performing and I was performing good and then coming to a school and getting shouted out by my teacher you know it was just a, a struggle in adjustment and I think you know uh, the only thing that kept me uh, surviving uh, that always is that you know i was i was on the ground with my uh, family with my great aunt and my mother i was always brought on the ground you know saying walk on the ground looking back was it a happy childhood or would you have done it different <laughs> no it was not a happy uh, happy childhood no it was not looking back uh, back uh, for me it was not happy now when i'm grown up i look at that i said you know well, you know. Was it some form of abuse, you think? They took advantage maybe of you? I mean, um, you never know what I did because my mother pushed me to be a, a singer and work. she was always with me to support me to grow, you know, going to the lectures, going to the music school, going, you know, to talking, learning how to talk, learning how to sing, learning how to dance, learning how to play instruments, you know, all the things. I didn't support my child to do that. Mm. It was something uh, that, you know, I, I rejected to see that how talented she is. And when she grew up, she said, you know, you could push me, you could support me. I think this is the thing that we don't do 
what uh, our mothers did to us and that's a big mistake we do and sometimes we do unconscious uh, uh, you know without thinking what our parents did to us the to our children yes you know this is you, you cannot say was it good or not what i am is definitely based on what my childhood was but that time it was difficult i don't uh, i don't suggest any parents push their kids to be a star but sometimes you know the child is so talented that you should push now now i see it that way but the circumstances is different in which environment you are in which country you are in which culture you are how much you want to push how much is important that to have this talent out for people it, does it make a change in the world if that child sing or play or not i think it should be very wise and very well planned if you want to do that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm looking at your scarf keeps falling can we yes, kind of just, kind of glue know, it or anything like this i'm just, just joking i'm just, just joking. part of you yeah, know yeah, it's, part, it's of the part of the animation yes. your visual effects okay. yes. so digging deep a little bit about your personality because i i was a kind of a lonely child yes but now and i still am as an adult and when chips are down i go into my room by myself i like my own space and what about you what happens are you the same because you spent a lot of your childhood by yourself i i didn't spend a chi- uh, my childhood with myself that's the thing i never had a time with my uh, with me myself you're always busy i was always programmed busy managed i was never having a time for myself i never played uh i i don't remember if i did i don't remember and and you know now i i enjoy time with myself after so many years because i i have never been so much alone with myself in my entire life mm-hmm. i was always running to create something it was you know like a force within me I have to do something. I have to prove that I'm. That's busy. interesting because you still do that now. I still You're do that always now. busy. Always busy. You know, when one day I have nothing to do, sometimes I force myself, and I say, Roxana, you don't answer. You don't do anything today. But I'm planning something else because my childhood was always full mm-hmm. planned, hour by hour, minute by minute. Did you earn a lot of money? I don't know. I think I earned money, but you know, oh, yes, I earned money. Yes, I did. I did. Did you ever see it? Yes, I did. But oh, so you know, after the revolution, I didn't see it anyway. <laughs> so they, your your mom saved money for no, you. I don't. I don't want to go that deep about that uh, because I don't remember what happened. Because also child stars come out and the parents blew their money. Yes, I they think they managed it. Or... I think you know it was a lot of also money spending, making good music, making mm-hmm. dresses, you know, going there. Um, I, I made a lot of money. I made money every day, but I cannot say that I made money like a real star uh-huh. because exactly at the time that I was becoming a earning money star, then it was time for me to really? finish it. So when you left eighty four, where'd you go? I went to Denmark, you know, I was planning why, to why go Denmark? to... Why Denmark? We had some family connection to Denmark. Mm-hmm. I was planning to go to... Uh, I got married very young. Uh, I was in love and I had a baby very young, which I'm very proud of. And uh, then we moved to Denmark. Because you moved of, with your husband? Yes, I moved with wow. my husband. Because, you know, until uh, 79, 
uh, I was a star. My life was playing, singing, going around, being adored. And then after that, I was banned because the last TV series we did, which is watched by millions of people in Iran, it was banned. And I was a person that, you know, banned as a actress, as a singer. And then I think that was a very big break for me to be shamed f together with what I felt as a child. And then, um, you know, we decided to go and build a life somewhere else. And then I went to Denmark and I, I love Denmark. I live happily in Denmark. I built a rock band with Danish people. We made the vinyl, which was the first ever Scandinavian uh, international global vinyl with pop rock uh, project. Wow. I wrote the songs myself wow. with my band. And then I started to work as a cultural assistant for the Refugees Institute, pro, uh, official refugee to create integration program for the refugees and Denmark and Danish uh, culture. I worked as a, a translator for the police because I learned the language very fast and I was trusted for the border police and the court. And then I became singer in Iranian community. Again, I found my roots and uh, build a band, nine people started to go to concerts around the Europe and then United States. I wrote for a magazine, a column for a magazine in Los Angeles for a few years, based on the real stories that I witnessed as a translator, but not really, you know, using the elements and writing. It was the exile stories that I wrote every week, wow. how people sacrifice and suffer for their dreams to achieve their dreams yeah, to find another yes yeah. and then yes I, I was busy i can say i was busy again until i moved to germany and uh, your husband what did he do oh he left me no what did he do for a living oh after uh, oh he he was 19 when we married we were just kids you were 19 too, i was right? i was 17 when wow, we married okay. yes and then you left each other, you parted. Yes, and then when we went to Denmark, he left. He left us. Wow, so at a young age of 23, 24, yes, yes. You, I, were, you had a baby. I was a single mama. Until, and um, you did all that. Wow. I did all that. And uh, it was not easy because there was a force. Uh, that's why I say, you know, it's not only my mama pushed me. It must be something more, something more in me because the force continued, even though that I hated myself, you know, being forced as a child to do all these things. But, you know, even when I was grown up, I continued doing that. You know, it was difficult to be a good mother. I was a good mother, but be there always to create a normal family life as a normal woman do. Mm -hmm. I think I never gave her, but I gave her a lot of excitement and adventure and, you know, taking her, showing her that you can do, if I can. Did the father support you or did she disappear? No, no, no. And since then he's been gone, you know? Yes. Wow. Gone with the wind. <laughs> wow. Yes. Wow. So why Germany? Uh, you speak full Danish, yeah? I, I speak Still. full Danish and, uh, I, you know, it was very cold and, you know, uh, I wanted to do something more and uh, I wanted to, I, I just wanted to do something more, something else. 
And you know, I was traveling to Germany a lot because of my career recording albums. I did one album in England and one album in Germany that was released from Los Angeles. I used to go to Los Angeles, but I never wanted to live in Los Angeles. And then I, I was familiar with German mm -hmm. uh, community mm -hmm. and uh, culture. And I thought it's good for me and my daughter moving from small country to a bigger country with more opportunity. The schools are more, and you know, my daughter can learn Farsi uh, in Germany and can have, you know, Iranian friends and, uh, you know. She speaks Farsi. She speaks Fluid. very good, wow. very Amazing. good Farsi. Even my grandchild speak Farsi. Amazing. They have never been. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> so you moved to Germany where? where I moved you? to Germany, I moved to Cologne and then immediately, I started a world music project with some of the musicians that used to work with me because I had, you know, big band. And then we, uh, they, they were brother to brother. They used to play instrumental world music mm -hmm. with the influence of the Orient and, you know, with the uh, Western um, music elements. And then I put words on the songs and uh, then we just that came as an experiment mm -hmm. and then we recorded and it was amazing and it one of the songs was based on uh, uh, lyrics uh, from Ahmad Shamlu and uh, with you know our band to do that you know all live music best musicians around the world from Zaire from America from you know Germany uh, from so many places and then this was as the first mini disc introduced in a Frankfurt music messe with mm. the lost caravan we called it the lost, lost caravan Car the song and my voice you know I think it was very important for me to be the first one in so many mm -hmm, things mm -hmm. you know the impossible challenges me I want to be to maybe prove a trendsetter. I don't know. I don't think that deep about what I'm doing. I just do it naturally. I think maybe, you know, to prove to my mama that I can do that, even though that the time and the circumstances didn't let me to do that, didn't prove, didn't let me to prove myself. I want to prove myself and prove to my mama, see that, you know, whatever I touch, I can do that. Sometimes I cannot do that, but most of the time I can do that. Yes, if you had to, if you had to, let's say I was a budding musician, you have to give me three pieces of advice how to succeed in the music business. What would you say? Okay, first of all, you you have to have the force. You have to want the music like oxygen. Okay. If the music is not like oxygen, like within you, music. within you, within you, like the oxygen. If you don't need the music, if you don't need to perform, if you don't need to sing, if you don't need to play like you need the oxygen if you're not willing to do it until you fall down don't do it don't do it mm -hmm. don't do it okay. because whatever comes from heart goes to heart and the second thing is that it has to be original it has to have something in it mm -hmm. to make connection mm -hmm. with the uh, listeners if it's we are talking about the music yes and even if you're not creating the song and lyrics and you're only the one who is singing that, yes. you should be understanding the meaning of the words. The words has meanings, every yes. word. The melody of the words can change the meaning of one song. If you're not aware of that, you can, I think you can read thousands of books 
if it's not here, it doesn't help you. It doesn't. So you but have to have music within you. You have to have music. You know, this is, you know, like your blue eyes or brown eyes. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, having the rhythm. Some people have the rhythm when they dance, when they walk. Some people don't have. Some people, you know, they're good in something. Not everybody should be good in something. If you don't have it, I think it's difficult. There was a time the music industry was uh, changed and they started to create the stars. Mm -hmm. They said, okay, we put a budget, we find somebody who can sing and dance, and then we teach them, we make a project, we make a product, which worked very good, mm -hmm. but they never stayed. Exactly. If you want to be uh, a, make a legacy, it has to be original. A copy can never stay forever. That's two. What's yeah. the third? Yes. The third. So the third. Okay, things. that was two. That was you know more than. What two. about no, what about business? What about the business side? Because there's a lot of okay. talented people <clears throat> okay. who don't make money in the music business. Yeah, because there is still you know we have to change this mindset. It's mm -hmm. all about mindset, especially in some cultures. The art should come from heart, but it's not exchangeable with the money because money is dirty. Mm -hmm. It is the confusion in the culture that should go away. Mm -hmm. Everything is a currency. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Everything is a currency. That's what I believe. I'm not sure if I'm right, but that your singing is a currency, your acting is a Absolutely. currency, your talk is a currency. Your experience is a your, currency. Uh, your uh, profession is a currency. Mm. And now the currency is the money uh, uh, globally. That gives you opportunity to live good. It's not that, you know, the value of, you know, for example, if they pay me, thousand euros for one hour singing or one hundred thousand euros for one hour singing i should do the same job i should be able to do the same uh, uh delivery not the one hundred thousand but not the one thousand is uh representing my value because my value is something spiritual but I may sing free. I just say that, you know, you can have my friendship for free. You can have my love for free. But if I have to work for you, it's not for free. And the value that exchanging, we, we do exchange is money. I think that's a uh, that's a confusion in the culture. How do, how do people value themselves? How do they know they should charge a thousand euros? They should have a check on the price list. <laughs> they should have a check. They should be realistic, you know, in which level they are. And... Uh, they should have a realistic check, I think. Is there a way to check to see how much people like them are getting paid? Like Definitely not the followers on the Instagram. Mm -hmm. That's not what I think, you know, because there are so many, this is a mistake that people think that because there is 1 million or 100 or 1,000 followers, they are influencer and they mm -hmm. can be exchanged by the money, mm -hmm. uh, the, their value. I think, you know, especially in, in the digital time, there is so many... A passive mm -hmm. followers mm -hmm. that they don't make any change in the market yes. but I don't know I think you know yes for me you know when I was doing the world music the festivals normally they pay good better mm -hmm. than the concerts mm -hmm. because it's a budget of the you know government we used to get more the value of the exchange of the money that we used to perform, yes. get more. But, you know, for example, for the wedding, you know, it's different. For the concert, is different. It depends on, you should be 24 hours thinking and working well for whatever you are doing. 
no matter if you're cooking for home and your family, you should be on the top of it. You should know what you're giving to your kids. That's life. You should know what you're giving to this world. You, sh you should know what, how you work with the camera, how you work with the microphone, how you work with your clients, how you work with the perform, you know, your viewers, how you work with your laptop. You should learning more than you're delivering. That's what I think. That's why I'm very busy all the time. Am I talking too much? Is it difficult? No, this whole idea is for you to talk and I listen. So you did a great job. Okay, um, good. Thank you. Thank you for that. So Germany, how long were you in Germany? Until I came to Dubai. I built that, you know, world music in Germany. I used to sing in all these beautiful concerts. And then I thought, okay, you know, with all these years, what can I do? Because, you know... So you speak fluent German? I, I speak fluent German. Yes, I, I, w I went all to school, not in the street. I didn't learn the languages in the street. I went and learned and gave the test and, uh, you know, passed the exam. Uh, you know, be because I never got to the very highest point of the career that a singer can come or an actress. And because the circumstances and, you know, the revolution and the immigration stopped me few years the progress uh, progress that's why you know there was something in my heart you know what if I never become the absolute world-class singer then I have to do find something that replaced that missing point and because since childhood I am very curious person I, I, I want to, very curious very. I want to be able to do so many things. I was, you know, working when we did a TV series uh, in Iran. Uh, we lived in a mount in the mountain for three months, and I was assisting the director freely beside, you know, my plane because I wanted to know how he directs. I found out in Germany that my passion and love to producing and giving people what I didn't get in my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that my talent was not discovered the way I wanted to be discovered or the way it should be discovered. I felt that I would be able to give younger generation, other people, what people didn't do to me. And opportunities that... An opportunity to be heard, opportunity to be seen, opportunity to be discovered, mm -hmm. opportunity to get a very clear answer, you are talented or you are not talented. Mm -hmm. Because if somebody come and sing for me and they cannot sing, You're I not say, gonna... oh, I say, forget it. They say, Roxana, you cut my wings. I said, yes, because I save you a lot of pain. People need to hear the truth mm. from someone who is brave enough uh, to say that. I decided to study film and media management, the only thing that was in Germany that could help and me. And all this time, you're a single mom, trying to make sense. Single mom, moves. you know, and you know, I had also partners in life, you know, I was a really lovey, chicky, chucky girl, you know, very crazy, love to do experience uh, everything with my daughter, going to the school, go taking her to four classes every week, sitting in the car mm -hmm. until the piano class and, you know, uh, no, not the baggami, shatrant. What is shatrant in English? Chess? Chess class is finished, swimming class is finished, you know, doing everything. So your daughter didn't miss out, you gave her everything she wanted. She said that you gave me something that, you know, it was not easy to get it from 
any other family amazing. life. Yes, amazing. You're an amazing mom. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I did. You know this a project with sang in the festivals, and I studied. I go to the school uh, every day together with you know twenty two years old, twenty five years old German people, because it was you know the second you know as a uh, second. Um, grade of learning people mm -hmm. who had studied before and then I passed and I did music marketing I started working in a uh, recording a studio label uh, Mitra studio and listened to t hundreds of songs that they sent and they wanted to be discovered to choose what it can be discovered and then because I did uh, film and media management uh, I came to in connection with the first ever TV stations uh, uh, PMC Persian Music Station. They asked me to translate and be the voice of the TV when they launched it in Holland. And then when they came to Dubai, they asked me to come to Dubai to uh, direct three interviews. How many with, years ago was this? Oh, Fifteen years ago. Okay. Fifteen years ago, September. Fifteen years ago. Wow. <laughs> and then I came to Dubai three weeks, and I loved it because I could dry my hair. My hair was not purple that time. My hair was you know, black and, you know, curly, and I could dry my hair in the winter. And, you know, the people were happy. The business was blooming. Uh, there was a lot of hope. There was a lot of energy. I loved New York a lot. And when I came to Dubai, but I didn't want to live in the New York because it was far away from everybody. But when I came to Dubai, I thought, you know, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. Mm -hmm. It's just like in New York. Mm -hmm. but at the beginning. At the beginning. Middle Eastern New York. And then I went back to Germany. I talked to my daughter and to my friends. And then they said, you should go, Roxana. Wow. They, and your daughter stayed in Germany? My daughter stayed in Germany. She's married to an Iranian? Or no, German. 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 Wow. Okay. Yeah. So how would you describe the difference between Danish and German people? Um, if we mix them together, there will be a good mix. <laughs> okay, Danish people, they are... Uh, because of the safety and the security and the social system that has been for a long time there, they have a kind of uh, na naivety. Interesting. Yes, that uh, everything is good. They can be good. They are very high educated. And uh, uh, they are not touched by bad things so mm -hmm. much for many, mm -hmm. many years. Mm -hmm. They don't have this dark side grown in them. Yes. Uh, even they had the Second World War, and yes. it was difficult, but still, because a long time, the system works very well. They make the family and the home as a priority, mm -hmm. and they don't have many dark sides. They don't have many um, dark actions and reactions. German people from the other side, they have seen a lot, and that made them to survive by being very straight. Mm -hmm. They say you can learn the language, you can learn the culture. German language is one of the most beautiful language in the world. For speaking German good, you need 400,000 words. For speaking English good, not as a, you know, for the university, you need around 60,000 words. That's why the English is the global language. In German language, for every feeling, every uh, circumstances, there is a word. 
for everything there is wow. in the world. And German language is one of the first languages that they made poetry up by Hayam and Hafez perfectly makes sense and mm-hmm. is melodic and is rhythmic. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I touched the microphone. And uh, it can describe the feeling and is very uh, geometric and very mechanic. Wow. Very mechanic. It's like a puzzle. You put things together and you can speak the language and you have to learn a lot. That makes the culture of German as well. You know, you put things together, you do what you have to do, you follow the law, straightforward, you know where you are at, where you are heading. Danish language is one of the, you know, only 5,000 people speak Danish language. Five million? Hmm? Five million, sorry, five million. It's only five million people speak Danish language. Danish, uh, Swedish and Finland, they are same family, but they're three different languages. And very simple, very simple. Past, present, future doesn't change in the language. It's the same verb you are using. It makes to know that the culture is very simple. Mm-hmm. Do you miss De- Denmark? I don't miss anything. That's the thing. I don't miss. Anything. You move on. When you move on, you move. On. Uh, I know. It's not that you know. I ignore this. I the the feeling of missing. Of course, I want to be with my children. I miss family. I miss, but I don't miss things because I choose to move mm-hmm. you know let yeah them, it's not circumstances you yeah, yeah. chose i chose that. i chose so why I chose. miss it if you yes decide? i chose i don't let myself miss because if i miss it means that i'm giving myself hard time uh mm-hmm. figuring out what how, how to go i try to i try i'm very complicated sometimes but i try to keep it simple for myself mm-hmm. when i came to dubai it was also a choice my daughter was a little bit, you know, a teenager. She supported me. She said, Mama, in Germany, you cannot do that. I chose Dubai because I could use all my talents, mm-hmm. everything I can do in one place, under one roof. And that was the attraction for me to come to Dubai. Wow. And then you came to Dubai working for the Persian TV? No, no, I did a freelance actually. I did freelance. I was supposed to work for them full time, a PMC. But you know, I was very naive. You know, most of my time was in Denmark, was in Germany. And then when I came, you ha- we have something zero obzadan. It means, you know, somebody, when you are uh, sailing on the water, suddenly a shark is going under your boat and then, uh, you know, shake you and then you may fall down, which is something that people do in some cultures when you're sailing and you say, you know, such beautiful weather, I'm fishing, a shark goes under and then shakes you. Somebody did that and then, you know, I couldn't work. But that time I was, the only thing I didn't know, no, I, I didn't know so many things, but one of the things I didn't know, it was negotiation. I was not good at the negotiation. And I was not. Did you good. come here with some savings or no? No, no, wow. I didn't come wow. with some savings. I wow. just came, you know, to make it. Wow. Yes, I just came here to make a career. Actually, it it comes across, although at the probably times that you didn't have money, it comes as you're so positive that it never bothered you, right? You always thought I'll make money. You know. Because a lot of people say, "Well, it's too risky. I came with nothing. I took a big Life risk." Is risk. And, yeah. Everything you do is risky. Mm-hmm. Me coming here today, today to you. Is and then make up excuses. So I say I'm a woman. I'm this. I'm that. And but I don't I, hear you ever say things like this. No, uh, no, I don't uh, say that. Let me let me find out together with you 
Why not? Why it doesn't bother? Because I'm not attached to anything. Hmm. I'm not attached to a brand. The brand I wear is my personality. Do you think men find it difficult to be with you because you are... Of course. Uh Because you're so independent and you don't need anything. I don't don't think so. I don't think that way because... I'm talking about relationships. Yes, it it, it depends on the person. I think, you know, a lot of people, they think that I'm crazy. And I believe that they're right because from what they believe, their world, I'm out of the box. And, you know, I'm just a woman living in a dream. But, you know, as I say, I'm a dreamer, you're a, you're a dreamer, we are a dreamer, and we're not alone. I think, you know, uh, it shouldn't be difficult. But I don't know, but, you know, it's not easy as... I think it's a lot of fun to be with me. You know, it's a lot of excitement, mm-hmm. fun, achievements, adventures, because, you know... I would... Have you noticed your energy is with age? And I'm not saying you're old, because I'm saying it's you, but... Do you find with age, it's, get, it's become less um, jumping from one thing to less energy um, to experience new things? I think, you know, with the risks. age, because unfortunately we don't have much time in life. There is only one lifetime and we don't think about it when we are young. Mm. Mm, I still don't think about it, but I try to make a balance more. Maybe because I'm wiser, I know more about, you know, my body, I know more about, you know, how is a healthier life. I save a lot of unnecessary energy spending. I I enjoy, you know, having a me time, you know, going uh, to bed early. But actually from inside, I don't think so. I don't see a big difference. Mm -hmm. I still, you know, if you tell me, let's go skydive now, I may say, okay, let me take my shoes. I will come with you and I will, you know, spend time with you. And I will, you know, you fall asleep and I still continue. Do you have any other siblings, brothers and sisters? I have a sister, younger sister. She's an amazing, amazing, kind sister. She cooks very well. She's a good mother. Where is she based? Denmark? Uh, in Denmark, yes. Oh, wow. Yes. My daughter cook where she big, I cannot. <laughs> Amazing. So you came here and then tell us about the, the radio station. Yes, I came here. I, I came here and then uh, after, you know, I couldn't work for that company. It was a question for me going back to Germany or staying here and making it. And I remember a couple of weeks I was me and God. And we talk. I, I, I talked to my God. If you have time, I will explain how I find my God. Uh, and then I decided to stay, and I decided to stay and make it. I immediately, you know, singing, I can earn money with singing whenever I am, wherever I am, and doesn't matter how old I am. I made some uh, agreement with a club here and started singing to have a monthly income Amazing. to make sure that, you know, I can do other things. And then I went to a company and I started working as an advertising, assist, advertising manager to make sure that all these messages in English and Farsi are in line. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had, you know, this immigration and this education uh, company and real estate. 
I couldn't drive in Dubai because everybody was driving so crazy. I hired a uh, driver. In the morning, I went to the office at nine o'clock until five, five, I came home, took a shower, slept two hours, uh, woke up, started making up, and then uh, going to the club. And then at that time, I think it was, you know, six months uh, after I came to Dubai, I met Pierre Ravan, who is a very famous uh, DJ and producer. And because of the music, and he said, Roxanne, I have something very interesting for you. There is a two-hour show on Dubai Eye in ARN, and they're looking for someone who speaks pop Farsi, and, you know, can uh, in in time uh, translate it. I said, yes, I'm interested. And I went there, and I was hired, you know, from the uh, uh, next week. And like first, a DJ, like a DJ. No, radio, and a radio. presenter, oh, RJ, okay. RJ. It was a talk show. It was a talk show, not music. It was a talk show. The first, it was, you know, once a week, Friday night before I go to the club. And then after a few months... What was it called? Uh, Persian Wave. I'm sure I, I I'm sure everybody yes. has heard. It was two hours. And then after a few months, I saw the potential, you know. It's interesting, you know. It's a, It was nothing in Farsi, nothing in the UAE. And then when I was, you know, uh, head of the... Um, organizing, managing, producing that program, I started inviting everybody to talk about their job, to talk about the profession. And then I created a website and then uh, to have listeners from around the world. And then after one year, I said, it must be one uh, radio station dedicated to this language. And then I didn't know how to negotiate. I didn't know how to make a business plan. I used to go to people, you know, hire people, and I said, you know what, we should have a radio station, you know, in <laughs> Farsi. It's going so good. And they laughed at me and said, never forget it. It was an MTV Arabia that time. I went to them and I said, we should have an MTV Persia Farsi musical station. They laughed at me. It was a time that, you know, I went to people so much that they didn't even accept me. They said, you know, to the secretary, you know, they said that they are busy, they're in the meeting. And I found out that's not the way. Mm-hmm. It's not the way. I asked some friends. I didn't cook for them. I made nimru and omelette for them. Put them on making a business plan based on what I thought that it has to be. And, you know, a presentation. And then officially I went and I said, I want to present. Wow. And then they said, okay. They made an interview with me, you know, asking so many questions. And then when ARN. I, ARN. And when I presented officially in uh, the big room after two years, uh, they liked the idea. It was good. It was serving Dubai, which I love Dubai so much. It was ser- serving the strategy of UAE, which is giving opportunity to talents, mm-hmm. letting you grow, creating something for the future. Mm-hmm. And it was informative, entertaining, non-political. And uh, me, as a 24 hours uh, uh, controlling to make sure that everything is good, they accepted. And then it took us still two years until we uh, so launched. So th- this wasn't just, sorry to interrupt, but this wasn't just they accepted. To have a radio station cost a fortune, right? Yes. So it was yeah, a big after investment. After I presented, yeah. they had to present it big time, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, presentation and launch of the radio station, it was with the billboards around every street in Dubai. Mm-hmm. At the Burj Khalifa. The license itself yeah, is Yes, yes, yes. Everything, you know, that was from ARN. That was not my site. 
My side was only, you know, making sure that the right people... Yeah, but your side instigated the whole thing, sparked off this, right? And ARN invested. Yes, ARN is... In the millions. Because ARN has this... Uh, that They had the English and they had mm -hmm. the Arabic mm -hmm. uh, language. Mm -hmm. And they had these shows on Dubai are in different languages. Mm -hmm. Part of also their future strategy could be having stations in different languages, wow. which they have now. Yes. They have now Farsi, they have uh, um, Tagalog for uh, Filipino, they have also Chinese digital station wow. as a multicultural uh, society. Yes, yes. It's needed. It's yes. needed to be, uh, you know, ha having that to serve the community, to give the right information from the government in to their own that. language. Wow. And if we launched it 18th of September 2011. Now it's September again, 10 years ago. Everything happens to you in September. Everything happens in September. Amazing. So how long were you there? I will be... Uh, <laughs> Eight years? Seven forever. Years? I never say goodbye to anything. That's mm -hmm. why maybe I never miss anything. Mm -hmm. Because as we say in German, Auf Wiedersehen. It means on seeing you again. Wow. There is I no goodbye. There is no God take care of you. See you again. Auf Wiedersehen. Seeing you again. Mm -hmm. On seeing you again, actually. I will be a few weeks because my mission is done. My position. So how long were you there? A few Probably weeks, seven and then years. I will no, be no, no. back. No, no, no. Oh, oh, in yes. ARN, sorry. Don't edit it, because I didn't understand it. Seven years? Uh, no, uh, no, I was with ARN 15 years. 15 years, amazing. Yes, 15 amazing. years. From there I started at this show, two years, 15 years. I actually thank the people and the management of ARN that trusted me, and they did a big investment in this radio station and now when i drive even though i'm not there i hear radio shama i said well done roxana well done because it's entertaining it's good it makes you happy it gives you hope my mission is to give you hope that everything is going to be all right if i can make it if i'm not sad because i lost my job if i'm planning the next future you can do that too I mean, not you, you can do it already. I mean, younger generation, those who don't the know that they can do that. Yeah, yeah, amazing. So what's in store for you in the near future? I mean... I'm actually hoping to do some business with you, right? I, definitely, because, you know, that was something we talk about many yes. times. And now it's exactly September, one year I meet you. I met you at Tony Robbins and I didn't get the ticket as a complimentary. I bought the ticket. Really? I didn't know. I oh my bought God. the ticket I wish as I'd the known first you before. hour when they said, you know, early bird. It's coming. Yes, it's coming because I thought, because I follow, uh, you know, not only Tony Robbins, many people. And I said, you know, I have to pay because you it value feels, it yeah, more. Yeah, value yeah. it more. Yes, money is the value. Don't sell yourself free and don't sell yourself cheap or free or free yeah nobody yeah. appreciates and then i met you in september and then in tony robbins i decided my time is finished with arn i did what i could do and i'm so happy and i'm so blessed good memories good times and we did great things my time is go something that has visual something that is bigger, something that covers more. And you know, we talk about it, the time was not there, and the time will be coming very soon. Yeah, 100%. I hope. 100%, there's, I no hope. Hope. there's no hoping. Yes, exactly. So you're gonna start your own podcasts? 
You're going to be doing interviews with people? I'm going to continue. First of all, I'm going to spend one month doing nothing if I can do that. And you can't. <laughs> one day. My daughter told me, you come here, mama, yeah. and you do nothing one month. You will be a grandmama. You will cook every day for children. You it's take them happen. to school and come back. It's not going to happen. <laughs> but I will thinking about you. <laughs> no, I will be in touch. I think, you know, the, the couple of things are doable and are good because this time is digital. This time is, you know, and you know, the time of fake influencers, mm -hmm. influencers, the time of fake oh, digital is gone. It's like, you know, the time- but I heard the Kardashians are stopping the, the program after 15 years. Because there are so many Kardashians on Instagram now, the same, uh, the same content- Yes, are it's been repeated on Instagram yes. By so many other people. Yes. Uh, you know, she, she, her time is out, like my time with mission. Mm -hmm, her mm -hmm. mission is, you know, done. She has to do something else now. Exactly. You know, the time has changed. And I think, you know, every time there is so many things in your pot, and then after a while, you clean up, and the good things stay, they have a time to grow. And after that, something else is coming. Exactly. Now it's time to get to give good content on digital and uh, websites on digital platform by podcast good quality and that that's the future for the next that's what i think for the next five ten years and we will see and, and you're going to travel you're going to be based in germany but you're going to travel hopefully to dubai and around the world i'm coming back to dubai very soon i'm not going <laughs> i'm actually still here i will be traveling as much as I am allowed to, you know, with the COVID-19, it's very difficult. We're doing this interview in COVID-19, which is really confusing for so many people. But, you know, I just keep doing that. This, stay safe. Is that your, May, own, is that your own design? No, this is, you know, my own choose, uh, uh, selection. It's, it's time to be a fighter. It's time to be a fighter. It's not time to discuss is mass good or not. Is COVID-19 coming from here or there? Is uh, who is going to win? It's time to be a fighter. Mm -hmm. It's time to save yourself and family. Step and up. Step up. This is not the time to blah, blah. It's time to survive. Yes. It's amazing. Um, my family lived in Thailand for three and a half years. And for six months not seeing them, I thought, I'm going to step up. They're going to come back. I didn't realize, you know, it highlights things in your life. Those six months of lockdown or time by yourself. Realize we were carrying 30, 35% of our staff who weren't doing anything. Be part of yes. them. And the business has done better. Yes. So it's time to reflect. It's time it's to time step to up. To, it's yeah. time to adjust. It's time because the, it's not being going back. There is no going back. There will be a new normal. This is the process of human being. This is a process of the evolution of human and the environment. How long more do you think people will be wearing masks? I think it's going to be part of our lifestyle. That's why you know you can wear many years. To if come. you have to do it, do it with the style. Mm -hmm. Please do don't it. Don't fight it. Don't. don't fight it. Accept it. Acceptance is the key to happiness. Mm. Accept it, you know, and enjoy it. And be, you know, I was the, the first week when there was mask, I, I, could, I did suit mask myself at home. 
with the you know swimming dresses I had. I cut that and I made something beautiful for myself. I think you know I'm not in a position to say anything. I'm not a scientist. Yes. And I'm not a socialist. I think as long as there is this law and rules that you have to wear masks. We obey. We do we it. We obey. We do but it. But with style. We are not in a position to discuss that's useless or useful. We are not scientists. We just obey and do that, and we try to adjust. The human being survive only if they are able to adjust. It's true from dinosaur times to now. From dinosaur time. Please adjust. Adjustment is not uh, being untrue to yourself. Adjustment is not being, you know, rejecting yourself. It's just being intelligent. Intelligence adjusts with, if that doesn't work, you have to find something else to do that. And I'm, don't get yourself too attached to anything. I'm not attached. Hmm. I'm not attached to any system, any country, any culture. Any people. Any people. Any brands, any food, any home, any lifestyle, anything, and that keeps me free in in the spirit, and that's what works for people. That's why you know people like it because everybody wants to be free. It's true, and you're living it. And I try sometimes, you know. Sometimes it's difficult, but I try. I come back to myself, you know. No adjustment. And I think it's not something that I learned. I think it's probably something natural. Amazing. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I think we've had an hour. Yes. So it's been an absolute honor. I'd like to, if we can, interview each other again. Yes, of um, course, with pleasure. Just, uh, this story is going to continue, isn't it? I just want to thank you. You're doing an amazing uh, job. You know, this is the time to give content. This is the time to introduce different uh, uh, personalities, different way of living and giving the choice to people to choose giving this opportunity to choose i want to learn from this person i want to learn i learned so much from you thank you well, yes. i find you very inspiring so i'm sure our listeners and our viewers listening to you are just without even listening to the message detail they get inspired by your energy and your positiveness and um, you're a force for good you're i have a, a message before please, you know going please. uh just, you know, it's very important that we have to think to say thank you. Mm -hmm. It's very important for ourselves, not for the person. Because when you say thank you, you let one attachment go. That's one of the things that, mm -hmm. that I keep mm -hmm. saying thank you. I thank you. I thank everybody in Dubai. I thank ARN. I thank all the stars, all the singers, all the team that they have been working with me, all friends, all the angels that they have been in these 15 years made me living and continuing. Thank you and off Wiedersehen. Thank you. Much love. Thank love you. you very much. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you and see you very soon. Thank you, everyone.